morning. Welcome to another episode of A Life with Jesus. So today I want to talk about something that is very important and something that calls close to home for me because like I have practical examples of these things coming up in the last one month and really had me going back to my Bible to read about it and you know understand what the scripture says and then how I can navigate the times given um that reality it's not like i didn't know about it before but you know things happened recently which i'm going to share which caused me to go back to say okay what am i supposed to do or what am i doing wrong or what am i not doing one of such is um a couple of weeks ago i was uh, i was at the movies i was with um, a colleague a former colleague who we were supposed to see a movie and just before time to go in you know i was all happy we were happy giddy just in and you know i got a call well before that my mom had been ill and had been hospitalized she was on admission in the hospital but i wasn't shaken you know i wasn't um should i say worried or 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 afraid because i knew you know god is in control i trusted that you know god is taking care of it god loves her more than i do god you know definitely cares for her more than i do and it's definitely going to come true it's not the first time and it's never going to, it's not going to be the last time god comes true so you know i already had the back of the mind that okay whilst she's not feeling too good we're afraid about it she's taking medication she's going to be fine and she's going to be out of the hospital in no time so i really wasn't worried until just when we were supposed to go pick up our popcorn and go in for the movies i got a call and my mom says you know i don't know how i'm feeling i need you to pray so i'm like okay okay what is happening how is it happening what are you feeling what are you not feeling and she just said i don't know what is going on i really don't know what is going on just pray for me you know i said a word of prayer or while i while i was still you know praying um her battery died so the call call was cut off and i went into full panic mode well not immediately I got into my car i told the lady with me that oh i'm coming you can go ahead i'll join you in and i went into the car i sat down usually when this kind of thing happen or when something springs up unexpectedly i just sit down say a word of prayer but much more than just saying oh god please take control like i just prophesy scriptures i profess the word of god so you say things like if it is something about healing profess scriptures about healing if it is something about lack profess scriptures. so usually when fear wells up in my heart i go to a place quiet place even if people are there anyways i just profess the word of god say it over and over again and then you know i just in my heart i know that god is in, god has settled it and you know i i keep it moving with every other thing going on around me that day but when i got into the car i don't know if it was because i was in panic or like i don't even know what happened i didn't know what to pray like so i know the god please take care of my mother i don't like no like i didn't have words it was as if every scripture that i had in my head about this kind of circumstance or this kind of situation just vanished like i was empty i was coming up empty i was literally running blanks and that was very scary because it's one thing to say you know this 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 and i know he settled in the spirit and then i go about my day knowing that god has settled it and it's one thing for you 
you know to say something as ah maybe this thing i said is not the right scripture that is nothing to be completely blank i was completely blank and it was such a scary situation yes got to control as as um i had hoped and i had faith in but i'm just saying later on throughout that night even the following day you know what kept bringing in my head was what happened how am i running on blanks chica like it was a wake-up call for me because it literally means that something could happen potentially threatening financially health-wise life and i wouldn't know what to say you know especially when it's somebody that i I really love and very close to me so it was a wake-up call for me the second one was what happened yesterday so there's been these conversations with me my friends around um, Nigeria, Tinubu taking over CBN policies of, and the newest one that they did and said, oh, the Naira is now on the open market. It just So the market is now going to determine how high or how low Naira sells to dollars or dollar sells to Naira. And I was talking to this friend and he just told me all of the possibilities that could happen. You know how this is going to affect food and um, cost of living is going to affect of course we already see it happening with transportation there are literally no like it's hard for you to find traffic in lagos these days i went out yesterday and it was just you know i was worried at some point even though i was happy that the road was free i was worried like okay people are not out what is happening how are people coping you know the fuel crunch is really getting to everybody but after the conversation yesterday it was like i couldn't sleep it was like a heightened fear I was thinking of so many things, scenarios. Oh, I had crypto. It means that this is going to affect crypto. And crypto is not even doing well at, at the moment, you know. Oh, is it? Is, am I going to lose all the money I've put there? If I lose all the money, I don't have anything again. Then I started thinking again. Oh, does it mean I'm not going to travel again this year? Does it mean I'm not going to be able to do whatever I need to do? There, it, there's this barrage of um, scenarios. But none of them were favorable, which is weird for somebody like me who is very, very faith and positive minded like i wasn't getting anything i was worried i i tried to i wanted to even chat my friends my other friends up to say ccc and to make matters worse this morning when i woke up i spoke to somebody and the person was just saying ah this is the reality of things this is going to happen this is going to happen oh even pta even from ada you have failed to pay your brother's school fees oh something 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 it might not go through like all of that started wearing me down and then i remember what happened the last time which was me running blank you know me letting things get to me or situation or circumstances that i literally have no faith in you know i have to struggle to pray or to muster one positive thought and it, it and that's why i wanted to share today right sharing that we need to feed our spirit so the scripture says in proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 it says guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows issues of life I particularly like how um, TPT says, it says, above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, here being spirit, for from there flows the wellspring of life. You know, I was, I was talking to one of my best friends, and then I started thinking about how God has brought me through even the worst, like, worst, like, literal worst case scenarios, you know, where people would say, oh, this is the end of it, and I'll just say, oh, if God cannot take care of me, then, you know, what am I doing? Like, everything is God. He's the beginning, he's the end. He holds the world in his hands. I've been in situations where it looks like something that is due to me would not come to me. And I said, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. Eternity is whatever, you know, um, 
he wishes and then i say oh he's going to cost this for my people because of this 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 there are times when i've been in really dangerous situations where i say the blood of jesus speaking better things than that of abel and then i plead the blood of jesus and say so all of these things you know comes to play and then i i i, I start thinking what happens when you feed your body your soul now i mean like social interactions all of that and you do not feed your spirit it means that your spirit is going to be weak it's like wanting to it's like wanting to okay subscribing for gym membership and then every time you go to the gym your concentration is on your arms you lift weights you do all of those things it's always the arms it's always the arms if that continues for a very long period of time you start to see that the person's body is now disproportionate like Imagine somebody who is always lifting weights and doing nothing else in the gym but lifting weights, just lifting weights. And the kind of weights he lifts does not affect any other thing but his arms or her arms. At some point, you notice that the person starts to look disproportionate. It's like very, very one kind shape. It's like Johnny Bravo. The up is very, very big. The down is very tiny. That's why people, when they go to the gym, they say, oh, you work on this today. There is leg day. There is arm day. There are days they work on core. There are days they work on everything they run on treadmill they say oh this one is you know you have to work on everything on your body so there are different things because there are different parts that makes up the body just like as a man or as a woman as a person human there are different parts to you you are part man part spirit meaning that you have a body you have a spirit and you have a soul so what happens is your soul is the seat of knowledge like i have been taught over time where you know all this intellectual stuff go through go to your body is is the body literally body that houses your your mind your your soul and your spirit and your spirit is the real man right the one that connects to god the one that connects to nature the one that connects to the supreme being the person who created us and so imagine in a life that which is what many of us are you know in life that now and now this this is um speaking directly to people who are christians because if you're not a christian but again christian anyways you might not really understand or it might not make sense to you but so as christians imagine you already know that you're three part right man is spirit soul and body and you know you you reading all of these books you're feeding your soul you're very intelligent super intelligent you're good at your work all of those and you're doing exercises everything like your, your health wise body you know you're healthy but your spirit man is thin it means that one issue like this and one problem just blow you like this you don't fall yakata you know there's a place in the bible that says if you fail if you faint in the time of adversity your strength is too small it's not referring to your physical strength it's not referring to how many cages you can carry it's actually referring to how strong your spirit man is which is why i'm talking about the fact that we need to speed feed our spirit like it's not enough as christians that we do all of these things to look the path to appear the path we take care of our body we take care of our mind we do all those things but we do not feed our spirit we're going to be looking disproportionate in the spiritual <laughs> there's anything like you know disproportionate in the spiritual realm you know you see this person who is very good looking but then his spirits or her spirit is looking very malnourished so we need to really 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 pay attention to feeding our spirit because it affects everything like proverbs 4 23 says it affects every area of our lives you know the things of our heart the things of our spirit it affects everything that we are 
So we must pay attention to the welfare of our spirit. We must pay attention to make sure that our spirit is being fed at all times. Right? So that when adversity comes, we can stand. It's not the first time. Me personally, it's not the first time when somebody is saying, oh, this Nigeria without Nigeria has scattered. We have finally finished this Nigeria. This we don't dark baru. Um, Bori has done this, this. And when I hear those things, I don't get scared. At least at those times. I didn't I didn't get scared. I'll just be like, oh, well, you know, the Bible says when there is a casting down, there shall, there shall be a lifting up for God's people. And I say things like, you know, I was once young, now I'm old. I have never seen the, the righteous forsaken or the seed of Jacob begging for bread. I say those things. They're not mere words. They're from my spirit. And because this, the spiritual controls the physical, when I, you know, when these scriptures wells up in my heart, you know, and I say them, I am strengthened. I am not faced by what people are saying. And that's why for the longest time, most of them don't even read the news. Like for the longest, if not for this Obi and me, hoping Obi would win, I wasn't reading the news. You know, I, I didn't pay attention to the news. Not because I don't want to be informed. Of course, I know the things I need to do, the basics. But because I didn't want my spirit man to be so weighed down by by tales of caution and tales of, of pain and tales of lack and wonder spreading. And in the past five, six, seven years, I have done well financially. I do not think it's because I'm hardworking. That's that's just that's merely a lot of people in Nigeria are very hardworking, but they're still poor. I think it's because I have the healthy, you know, advantage of being. I have the advantage of being healthy in the spirit. So even when I'm doing the physical, of course you cannot be spiritual and then let the things that you're supposed to do physically you know, sleep. I do the things I'm supposed to do. I do my job diligently. I am loyal. I'm dedicated. I do it excellently. Right? I also make sure that my spirit man is in tune with what I'm doing. So my spirit man, you know, connects with the Holy Spirit to say, do this this way, move it this way, change this, don't change this, don't do this, don't go here, don't do this. Do you understand? The spirit man leading you and then you're doing what you're supposed to do in the physical. It translates to success. Now it is not dependent on whatever factors that people you know, or the news have carried. So if I'm looking at Jonathan's time, Worries time. Everybody was saying Jonathan's time was very comfortable. At least we see food chop. You see that Jonathan's time. I don't know if I see food chop, but you see Buhari's time where everybody was crying. Now this is no shade to anybody, but when everybody was saying that oh there is a casting that there's a casting, there was actually lifting up for me. My finances were just getting better and better and better and better and better. And it wasn't because I'm working in a certain a certain place because there's so many people who were working with me who were earning almost the same amount, and I didn't do as well as I did financially. So I think it's, it's a blend of two things. You you cannot feed your soul, you cannot feed your body, and then you let your spirit starve. It doesn't make any sense, and you cannot guarantee success in that way. Don't forget that in every situation, especially in a country, um, let me bring you home. You know. We're saying, oh, this is happening, this is happening. Oh, this is not happening again. This is going to be happening. No matter how bad or how negative the results or the news are, somebody somewhere is going to benefit. There is no way that something happens and everybody is poor or everybody is affected adversely. Some people, it's to their advantage. Think about it. They said Nigeria is no longer importing crude oil. We're not going to manufacture. Who is going to manufacture? It's not somebody in Nigeria. And then we, um, the government says, oh, the government is no longer giving you so-so and so-so. government is going to be doing this. Somebody is going to benefit. Regardless of the policies that, that the nation puts up, regardless of the circumstances, somebody somewhere is benefiting. And who says the child of God is not the one who is supposed to be benefiting? 
if our, if the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, then we should be always on the advantage, always on the winning side, regardless of what the circumstance is. But even if God has done all, all things and God has set the table, if you cannot see the table and you are seeing, oh, problems, you know, problems, challenges, then you're not going to be, you know, benefiting what God has prepared already. So, if, like I told my friend this, but let me give this analogy. Simple. You you decided that you're going to plant corn, you know. Then you said, oh, I'm going to plant it at number 15 Ikota Villa. That my land in 15 Ikota Villa, I'm going to plant corn there. And then you start making plants. You get the corn ready, you till the land, everything you need to do to get it ready. You know, you know you need the rain. But you already trust that God is going to bring the rain. Of course, it is already... Um, May, June, you're expecting the rain. You know you need some sort of security on the land, and you know that uh, uh, this is Lagos. When nobody say anything, they are like, you know, and the land is in a good place. Yeah, everything, everything is ready. And then somebody comes to tell you that, babes, Omo, have you heard? People, Fulani headsmen are coming from um, Ekwe. They have raised all the farmlands in Ekwe. They have gotten to Awoyaya. Ah, who knows? The next place is like Ikota. And then another person comes to say, assuming the, the government has the power to stop rain, to say, oh, the government has decided that there's not going to be, there won't be rain in the next hundred days. Before you know what is happening, you start panicking. Oh, what's going to happen to the to the crops I already bought and I'm going to plant? What's going to happen to the seed? Will it die? Will it, you you are not even good. So even if you had initially planned and everything, you know, to it that you're going to plant, you're not going to plant. Even if you plant, you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be expecting anything. You're going to be expecting the worst. Why? Somebody had already told you that full any headsmen or whatever headsmen are raising the crops. Another person has told you that there is not going. That the rain has ceased for hundred days. You have heard all these evil reports. As long as your heart is not properly guarded, it's going to affect how you plant. It's going to affect when you plant, and it's going to affect you know what you think the outcome is going to, it's going to affect the result because it has already affected your spirit i'm just i hope this makes sense to you if you're listening to this you know or listen <laughs> you who is listening to this because you cannot take away expectations from a man you cannot take away that hope that's what is keeping us but your hope is just hope if it is not founded in the word of god and that's why you need to feed your spirit i'm going to say four things quickly that has helped me um, over the years and i'm also going to be i'm already applying i'm also going to keep applying one of the ways i feed my spirit is the word of god i think this is fundamental i won't say basic i'll say very very fundamental like adding like you don't want to say rudiment or foundational structure whatever this is like it the word of god because at every time, point in time things like there are words coming from men. There are words coming from people. There are words coming from news. There are words coming from word songs. There are words coming from every angle. And if we can withstand, if we would thrive, if we would succeed, we would need a solid foundation in God's word. You cannot afford to play with God's word. If we're looking at from natural, from the natural realm and the policies and everything, you know that Nigeria is going to go through some sort of turmoil in the coming months but you cannot lack god's word because that's what is going to sustain you 
just says the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. So the word of God is not just words. It's spirit. It's life. The word of God is going to tell you what to do. The word of God is going to uphold you. The word of God is that thing that is going to hold you up. That in times of adversity, you will not faint. In times when it looks like, ah, this thing is affecting me, the word of God will rise up in your heart and tell you, no, hold it. I'm in control. I got this. I've already figured this out for you. So you cannot joke with the word of God. Morning, afternoon, night, at every point in time, you can. Please don't joke with the word of God. Reading the Bible, listening to messages, you know, please don't, and don't limit yourself to listening to just your pastor. I do not think that one person speaks to every area of our lives there are people who have been anointed with teachings of faith there are people who have been anointed with teachings of healing there are people who have been anointed with teachings of financial prosperity broaden your horizon but let the word of god the scripture guide you you let the bible guide you but make sure that you are always eating god's word the second thing i do is prayer everybody knows this already if you're christian you know this already you cannot do without prayers it doesn't matter if that prayer is 15 minutes it doesn't matter if that prayer is 10 minutes you cannot do without prayers set time aside and pray and when you're praying you're not necessarily asking god for something sometimes when you're praying some of the greatest prayers are not prayers when we say god i need abc there are prayers when you're interceding in the spirit you don't even know what you're praying for you don't even know what you're asking for but you're praying in the spirit and the holy spirit is praying through you and is hitting the nail on the head on everything that you need that you don't even know that you need so you can't toy with prayer right you ask god before you take a step you ask god before you do anything you, you consult god when your mind is going haywire you consult god when things are working for you you consult god when things are not working for you whatever it is that looks like is happening it, it's not it's not when it is nice or oh, it's nice so you I, i'm going to pray because it's nice oh things are tough so because it's tough i'm not going to pray you pray at all the bible says pray without season pray without season thank you jesus is a prayer <laughs> I am God's child is a prayer. I am protected by God is a prayer. Show me what to do is a prayer. The third thing is worship. It's very important. And at this time, you cannot mess with it and say, oh, today, let me listen to this. Tomorrow, let me do unavailable. And like, I don't judge when it comes to music. I'm not, I'm not one to judge. I'm not Jesus. Let Jesus and the Holy Spirit judge. But you need to understand that we're talking about feeding your spirit and in feeding your spirit you must feed the right things imagine when you say oh i'm always feeding my ah, i'm always see i'm eating no ah, i suppose not chocolate because i did chop and they ask you wait in the chop you say they drink gary every day they say so chica wait in the chop oh my they drink gary gary and sugar and granite and they put granite gary and sugar tomorrow gary and sugar one next tomorrow one gary and sugar are you kidding you're never going to be healthy because you're not eating the right thing so if you're feeding your spirit worldly songs, you're feeding your spirit Nigeria Jaga Jaga. Nigeria is going to be Jaga Jaga. It's like you're contradicting. So it's like you've prayed, you've eaten the word, and then you're contradicting it by the song you're listening to. Like, see, you have to be serious about these things. Right? You have to feed your spirit with worship. Because worship is that place where you connect. Worship is not like other songs where, oh, you listen to this, oh, all these lyrics make sense and the beat is nice. Mm-mm. Worship is spirit to spirit. Worship is you and God, right? It's it's beyond just words. Like you're connecting to God. So it's important that you feed your spirit even in worship. The fourth way I feed my spirit is by testimonies. Oh God, I love this. I love testimonies. Um, There are so many of these prayer platforms that I don't join. Um, not that I think anything is bad, but I just don't have the time. 
and there are some I join and I'll be like, oh, I'm really tired, I have other things to do, or this is not how I pray, you know, all of those things, we have different ways we communicate, but you see one thing that works all the time, and that does not, um, how would I say, no, they select, is testimonies, mm. the testimonies, the testimonies of the awesome works of God, that you listen to the things that God is doing for somebody else. You listen to the things that God has done. See, even the Bible is full of testimonies. And if the testimonies of the Bible inspire you, how much more the testimony of your neighbor? How much more the testimony of somebody in your church? How much more the testimony of somebody somewhere across the world who is going through or who has gone through what you are currently going through? So you need health. You listen to testimonies of healing. You know, you feed yourself, your spirit man with testimony of financial prosperity. Knowing fully well that, you see, it's how, it's, it's, it's not just spiritual, it's also psychological. So if I listen to 10 people, if every day you choose to listen to 10 people, and 9 of them tell you God is faithful. <laughs> 9 people come to say, first person comes and say God is faithful, second person God is faithful. To the ninth person, God is faithful. And then the 10th person say, man, this life is hard trust me that one person is not enough to knock off what the seven what the nine persons have said because it's registering so please guard your heart feed your spirit guard your heart feed your spirit i don't know who this is for even if it's just one and that one person happens to it and it's just one person that happens to listen to this i am good i am fine like i am fulfilled guard your heart feed your spirit guard your heart feed your spirit worship god listen to worship songs listen to things that are defying pray carry in the place of prayer with god pray in the spirit feed on god's word at every point in time and listen to testimonies i'll repeat the scripture that i said sometime in this podcast and it said that you know I, I was young, now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. I have never seen the righteous. And this is my own testimony. This is my personal testimony. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed of Jacob begging for bread. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed of Jacob beg, begging for bread. I pray that this strengthens you. I pray that, you know, you take it really seriously, guarding your heart and feeling your spirit. And I pray that all things work together for your good, according to the word of the Lord. Have a blessed day ahead. Thank you.